this just a reminder for everybody that sees the Renaissance World Tour before me. Don't be with that bullshit posting all the fucking videos on my timeline before I can see it for myself. Because you ain't getting removed. You ain't getting blocked. You're getting beat up like Jay-Z in the elevator. So don't try me. It's a fucking lot of haters, Welcome back to the podcast. It wouldn't be me if we didn't have a late episode. Um, when I tell you that I'm just bad at planning, I'm bad at planning. Okay, whatever you want to label it, I'm, I'm just unorganized. All right. Um, anyway, I'm back at it like a bad habit, as I always am. Um, let's get into it. Um, like I said at the beginning of this episode, don't try me and start posting all of the damn Beyonce footage uh, because I would hate to have to pay a Russian man that lives in somebody's basement to find you and show up at your door and beat you like Solange BJZ. I don't want to have to do that, but I will. Don't make me put my hands on you. Okay. Um, secondarily, don't try me okay just let everybody see the concert you know what i'm saying keep those videos to cherish to love on your own time okay don't try me all right and uh yeah don't do it but i hope everybody's having a good week for anybody that has been to the show already you think you better than me Anyway, uh, I will be seeing uh, the greatest of all time in July. So I I literally I cannot fucking wait, y'all. I I can't fucking wait. Um, all I know is that if I hear uh, "Crazy in Love" or "Halo," I might have to set the entire establishment on fire. But we will cross that bridge when we get to it. Anyway, there's a lot on my mind this week. Okay, um, I don't know. I just been having like a. Is it normal to like? get to a point where your therapist is getting on your nerves. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. She does not listen to my podcast. But um, this week we was arguing because I called a white man or sorry, y'all, I called a Mexican man a white Mexican. And she was like, she had no idea what I was talking about. And I was just like, well, you know, you can also be black and Mexican, but okay but anyway so yeah we was just having a little bit of argument uh because she asked me what my worldview was and I was just like that's first of all that's a good question um but secondarily like I feel like my worldview has like a very healthy distrust of white people um I'm a skeptic um I would say that at my core you know I'm an anarchist like I think we should just burn everything to the fucking ground and uh including dismantling current governing structures um and then live independently um you know in tribes and in smaller sects sects sorry that govern them that not even govern themselves but that just kind of run on their own you know what i mean um i also said that in addition to not trusting white people i don't really trust men like that and i also um Really, I think distrust is just a part of my worldview. Like, I don't trust white people. I don't trust men. I don't trust people that are too friendly. I don't trust people that smile too much. Um, I don't trust people that, like, are um, allergic to weird things. Like, why are you allergic to pineapple? Like, how are you allergic to watermelon? Like, what, what, what did your immune system do in your past life for you to have that type of karmic imbalance? Um, I don't trust people... 
um, who love the government. I don't trust people who like um, have American flags on their car or in their house. Um, I don't trust people who can keep plants alive. Um, I don't trust people who um, don't have anything on their walls at their home. Like you don't even have like a clock. You ain't even got like a little tapestry. You know what I'm saying? Like bare walls, serial killer. That's that that is what it is. Um, who else do I not trust? I do not trust uh people who don't wear purses, but then like have so many items and they're like, Can you put this in your purse? when they could have just brought their own purse. And now I have less space in my purse for the stuff that I wanted to put in my purse because I also have to carry your purse contents. Um, and I also don't trust people that never have hand sanitizer, like never, like you're never the person supplying the hand sanitizer. Cause like, when are you disinfecting? You know what I mean? Like, don't trust him. I also don't trust people who like, don't have like a lip regimen. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, it, cause everybody's either like a chapstick girly or a Vaseline girly or a Carmex girly or an EOS girl, whatever the case is. But if you're just like, mm, I don't know, I'll use whatever. What? You don't know which provides optimum moisture for your lips? Not trusted. Um, I don't trust people who like are like against a good deal. Like, um, yeah, I, I don't trust you. Like, I really don't care how much motherfucking money you got. Like, if it's five ninety nine, it's a value. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, also, don't trust people who won't drive around with one hubcap missing. Because, like, why do you think you're better than me? You know what I mean? Like, it's a hubcap, all right? You ain't got no damn spinning rim. <laughs> So yeah, um, I think distrust is just a part of my overall worldview in all seriousness. But, you know, one of the things that she said to me, which rubbed me the wrong way was that like, cause I was just like, you know, I don't trust white people because of, you know, their, the, their, their track record, just to name a few, you know, segregation and slavery and then imperialism and colonialism. And she's like, yeah, but like continually being in a state of like, distrust of them for their history means that you're doing the same thing that they're doing and I was just like baby girl my prejudices have absolutely no power you know what I mean white people looking at me the way they look at me because of their history is quite literally systemic and institutional racism like I <sighs> There's really no other way I can explain this. So that really did not sit well in my spirit, y'all. And to this day, I went to therapy on what, Wednesday? I'm, I'm irked. And like, I don't know, like I really, I have been in this place lately where like, do I need a new therapist? Because like, I feel like, you know, we have done such good work. And like up to this point, like I feel a lot more confident. I feel a lot less anxious. And, you know, like, I, I definitely feel like I have made some great strides, but like, baby girl, what do you mean that I'm the same as the whites? You mean the colonizers that raped, pillaged, and genocided their way into power? That's who I'm the same as because I don't want to have white friends? The math is not mathing, the equations are not equating, and the calculations are not calculating. It's not adding up. You you feel what I'm saying? Because two 
plus two now equals five because she done gave me one more piece of information. And a piece I might add that I didn't want. I didn't want that. <laughs> I don't want it. I really don't understand this. You know what I'm saying? And I now I'm getting to a point where I'm just like frustrated because I'm like, I feel like like I'm not being understood you know what I mean and there are like some things that I really feel like I need to get off my chest and I definitely think that like you know fundamentally she has a good understanding of who I am and how I operate or whatever but like this stuff it just makes me like shut down because I'm just like now girl I know the fuck you understand because you walking around in the same skin that I'm in so you telling me that, oh, I, I just accept all the white people because that's just the good, that's the that's the good person thing to do. Well, I don't want to be a good person. And I feel like she knows that by now. I have no intention on being the bigger person, the better person. None of that. Especially not when it comes to the Mayo Saxons. When have they ever been like, you know what? We're going to be good people. We, we're going to be good people. You know what I mean? Like, it really just irked me and it rubbed me the wrong way. So, I don't know, y'all. I might be on a search for a new therapist again. But I don't know. We, we might be able to work it out, okay? Because I do love her. But nonetheless, the other thing that she really got me at my feelings about was just like, I think I've talked about this before, but like being an active participant in my life. And she's like, you walk around like things are just supposed to happen to you. And if you want changes to happen and if you want opportunities to exist for you, you got to go out and you got to make it happen. And I was just like, but why? You know what I mean? I don't want to, I don't want to go nowhere and I don't want to do nothing, but you know what I'm saying? I feel like I have been stepping outside of my shell. I've been doing a lot more stuff, like just completely by my lonesome. I have been, you know, setting boundaries. And that was the other thing that we talked about, but I'm gonna get to that later, y'all, because it's just a recap. But I've been setting boundaries. I have been like taking advantage of new opportunities. Like there, I joined a professional organization. I interviewed to be a part of their executive board. And that's exciting because usually like, you know, outside of work, and sitting on my couch um, and being with my things, I don't really do anything. And that's the thing, like kicking it is another thing. Like, yeah, I may go out to eat, I may go to a function, might go to the club, whatever. But I'm like, what am I doing with my time, okay? Tuesday nights, Wednesday nights, I'm probably in the living room underneath the blanket fort I made recording the podcast. Okay, I have a little part-time job that I keep, you know, because I work remotely full-time just to get me out of the house, get some interactions with people, but it is retail and it drives me nuts. And it also drives me nuts because these motherfuckers think I need this job and they be like trying to push me to the limit. You know what I'm saying? And I'll be like, I'm gonna need you to back up off it. You know what I mean? But anyway, so... I feel like I'm filling my schedule, you know, you know, I'm going to therapy, I'm doing my second job, I have my full-time job, I be hanging out with my mama, like, 
but I feel like I need to do stuff that like fulfills me. That's like a hobby, you know, and I feel like y'all know what I mean. I don't mean to ramble. So let me cut that part short, but I want to do stuff with my time that like fulfills me. So maybe like some more volunteering, maybe some like, you know, I don't know the church that my home church is probably not about a church that I would return to, but if I could find like a community of faith where, you know, we are aligned in our thinking, like that would be nice. And like where they had like events and they had like, I don't know, like stuff that I could go to where I felt comfortable and I felt like, you know, we understood each other. That would be cool. But until then I'm out here in these streets. So I don't know y'all. I really don't know. And I like get that. I get what she's saying. Like if I, I have to like create opportunities for myself and I have to like do things for myself. But like as a person who has like always struggled with a part of their anxiety that is like very, very fearful of rejection or like not being perfect at something, it's really hard to like take leaps of faith. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I have friends and family members like my mom she ain't scared of shit you know what I'm saying like she'll try it she'll do it like my mom has such a vibrant social life and she's retired you know like my mom be out here in these streets my mom is not scared of anything she volunteers she she works on campaigns she does voter registration like my mom does everything and I love like my mom has a better social life than me she be going meeting her friends to be trying new recipes and cooking for everybody like they be getting to get I'm just like, girl, and then I I don't be invited to those things. And I'm like, what the fuck you mean? I'm your whole world. What you mean I can't come? She be like, oh, yeah, this for uh, this for me and my friends. I am your friend. What do you mean? But nonetheless, like, I and I, I envy that. Like, I envy people who are, like, I, who can leap into stuff and who can, like, do things and not have any anxiety about it not have any kind of like fear surrounding it at all because one of the things that I really struggle with is that like if I feel like I'm losing control I unravel like when I'm anxious oh sorry (laughs) y'all I'm just my breath getting a little ahead of me when I'm anxious or when I'm you know just kind of having some fear about things like it really cripples me this is very vulnerable moment y'all like I am not really good at taking on challenges and it sometimes I'm very like you know I just don't like that about myself and I want to do stuff where I can like branch out and I can be like yep like oh I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna like invite this person on my podcast I'm gonna do this and I like I really can't like I I can't (laughs) y'all look okay and I feel like you know I want to get out there and I want to put myself out there more and I want to like create these opportunities that you know I can because like it's crazy because like people will tell me that I'm engaging or entertaining or funny or whatever the case may be and then I'm just like they talk about me me I I literally cannot see the version of myself that other people see and you know sometimes that's just a little it's a little sad, y'all. It's a little sad. And I'm not saying this because I want y'all to feel bad for me or like pity me or anything like that. This is just my truth. Okay, this is the th- these are the things that I'm trying um, you know, to work on. So, nonetheless. But yeah. So that's that's kind of what we sorted out. You know, I'm at the point where I'm like, you know, these differences that I have of my pattern of thought between me and my therapist, are they going to unravel this whole fucking therapeutic process? Like am I going to be out here in these sad streets again? Cuz I can't do that. 
I cannot do I cannot be out here in these sad streets. I I no. I will not. I will not be in the the sad streets again. I can't do it, y'all. So maybe we just don't talk about race. And that is a thing I would say about a white coworker. You know what I mean? Maybe we just don't talk about race. <laughs> Maybe we don't talk about politics. Maybe we don't talk about Donald Trump. <laughs> you know, that's some shit that I would say uh, about Jessica from IT, who always in my business when I go fill my water bottle up at the water cooler. You know what I mean? Like, fuck Jessica, okay? Like, come on now. Like, mind your fucking business, girl. You know what I mean? So I don't know, y'all. And I think the other thing that was on my mind, right? Because this, this, I'm just getting shit off my chest at this point because it's been a minute. But the other thing that has been on my mind, right, is that like, when are we going to divest from celebrity culture? You know what I mean? And I want y'all to just follow me here because this is just going to be a quick thought. Like, you know, everybody has heard about the whole Jamie Foxx situation. And when I tell you that, like, you know, I'm not on Facebook often, but I was like on Facebook um, looking uh, because like my sisters had tagged me in something. So I was just going through the tags and it showed me like related posts and stuff. And a lot of the related posts were like, oh, preparing for the worst. They're saying that like Jamie Foxx is on his last, you know, breaths and they're preparing for transition and like all this stuff that was basically like he's going up yonder, okay? To be with my Lord. You know what I'm saying? That was basically saying soon and very soon he is going to see the king. Every that's all these posts were saying that. You know what I'm saying? They were saying he was going to the upper room and like Meanwhile, like what, like yesterday or someday, his daughter was like, my father has been out of the hospital for weeks and he's doing incredibly well. So I have absolutely no idea how this rumor got started. When the fuck are we going to divest from celebrity culture? Do you know how absolutely twisted you have to be to just create a rumor about a person you have literally never met in your entire life? You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and just follow me here. Like, you have not talked to Jamie Foxx. You have never met Jamie Foxx. You have never shook his hand. He has never said any words to you. And for the most part, you have probably never been in the same city as this man. You know what I mean? Like, none of it. You don't know him personally. You don't know him through a secondary or a tertiary person. None of that. And you just... You, you, it's, it's on your spirit so bad that you just need to say something about him that you say the worst possible thing you can say that, oh, he's not going to make it. They're preparing for what that's fucked up. And like, people are like, oh, well, Jamie Foxx's family isn't going to say anything. They're not going to say anything. They're not going to give us any information. We don't know that man. We don't know his family. We don't know his kid. Y'all just follow me here. We don't know him and he don't know us. <laughs> we, we have to remove ourselves. We got to go outside. We got to get us a glass of water. We need to be grounded. Okay, let's ground ourselves. And I definitely think that social media and, you know, the amount of access that we have to celebrities via social media has definitely like given us this has blurred the shield of privacy that they used to have in their lives. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, 
80s, 70s, 80s, 90s, there were tabloids, you know, everything can get taken completely out of context. But for the most part, if they weren't going on an interview and saying it themselves, how the fuck are you finding out shit about celebrities? And now, you know, a celebrity wakes up, you know, seven o'clock in the morning feeling especially good in their spirit. And they're like, good morning, Twitter. You know, I'm about to rub this baby all, all over my nipples, sit in the bath and read a Zane novel. I hope y'all have a blessed day. Like that's the kind of thoughts that we're getting from celebrities on a consistent basis. Like, you know, celebrities are adding people to their close friends and they're they're putting the Burger King crown on. They swinging from the ceiling and they doing a split on it. Like we're getting so much of the private lives and the private information from celebrities that like we feel like we are a part of their lives. And I think the same goes for like, interpersonal relationships too because I have definitely you know I, I I definitely had to like create a healthier relationship with social media but I think like before I have even found myself being like overly invested in the life of somebody who is just like insanely present on social media like every single solitary thought posted every single solitary picture posted videos posted on live watching you know what I mean like just invested and you know after I created a healthy relationship with social media I realized this is insane and they're insane we're all insane and we should all get some help you know what I mean we should all get some help but specifically we have to remove ourselves from the lives of celebrities because it is not helpful you know what I mean? And I would, cause I'll also say like another weird thing that I have been seeing is that it's like grown ass adults, like adults who have fan pages for like celebrity children. You know what I mean? That's not weird to y'all. That, that is not a little strange. That's not a little weird to you. That's not a little peculiar. That is strange behavior. <laughs> and I like, and I, I stand culture. I have talked about on a different episode and like, you know, really idolizing specific celebrities like the Beehive, Barb's, Barty Gang, whatever you want to like. I've talked about that on a different episode, but I think like the social media culture, because also like, you know, I'll see people like post a picture of a celebrity child and be like, oh, I would never let my kid do that. Or I would never, you need to, they need to teach her how to do this. And that's fucking weird. Like, would you repost a picture of the child of like a Facebook friend that you went to high school with and be like, I would never let my child dress like this. No, because all that is gonna lead up to is y'all meeting down at the Piggly Wiggly to fight in the parking lot, all right? And if you fucking miss your shift, at the damn call center you work at because you in lock up because of a simple assault, you're gonna lose that damn job. All right. And we all need to be very fucking for real here. Like this this investment that we have in the lives of people who would not piss on us if we were on fire is insane. You remember that little, I don't know, it was like a a, a music video, it was on BET like I don't know 10 15 years ago and I was like read a book read a book read a motherfucking book r-e-a-d-a-b-o-o-k pick up a book take a nice long shower 
put your phone down, go get you a glass of water, sit on your porch. If you live in a safe neighborhood, um, do something, (laughs) you know what I mean? Pick up a, get a newspaper. You know what I mean? Get something with some words on it and fucking read something. Cause that, I'm my bad y'all. I ain't mean to make this a tangent, but that was, look, uh, we cannot continue to be overly invested in the lives of people. We don't actually know. Sure. If it's your mama, you know what I'm saying? I, I be all up in her business. Your sister be all up in her business. Yeah. Yeah. Your cuz be all up in their business. You know what I mean? The family, close friends, whatever, be all up in their business. Right. But people you don't fucking know, just leave it alone. Because they're sleeping comfortably, probably in a bedroom that is the size of multiple single family homes combined. And they've got a butler or a service person, excuse me, who is tending to their every want and need at any time of the day. And you are on TikTok at two o'clock in the morning, liking the comments of people who are reiterating the same thing. Oh, well. Why don't they give us more information? We need to know more. They, he can't even smile on the camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go to bed. Stop scrolling. Get some water. Wash your face. You know, take a look in the mirror. Do some breath work. Breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. Whatever you can do to ground yourself back into reality. Because I think also, like... We have started to really personalize the lives of celebrities and think they are our own. Like when, you know, I did an episode a while ago about like Dr. Joy's wife. Uh, She got like some kind of amended um, like spousal support agreement while they were still um, in court over her divorce. And they were saying like people were literally being like, 20 million I would never give nobody 20 million I would never give nobody 50 million you don't have 20 dollars period like that's the end of the sentence like there's not another currency in there it's just 20 dollars you know what I'm saying okay they're <laughs> the lives of celebrities We're taking him too personal. You think because you have access to their life and you have access to their struggles and their problems because of the age of social media that you also have access to their resources and opportunities and that is not the case. Okay? You could open up that Chase Bank app right the fuck now And it would say $87.16. You are safe. You would never have to give anybody $20 million. As a matter of fact, if you traipsed your behind into divorce court with that Chase Bank app that says $73.25, the judge would look at your your pitiful ass and be like, somebody get this man a food stamp application because he's clearly starving. He is going through a hard time. You, my friend, are safe. You're all safe. (laughs) You know, when like 
uh man i do not know that girl's name but i think she's like an influencer and she's dating a rapper and like he had gotten her a car for her birthday and um you know what i'm saying like people were saying that like and it was like oh what was it like a bentley or something you know high value up there and people were saying oh well you could have took that money and you could have bought some land or you could have took that money and could have did this and you could have did this or something, something. And I'm just like, that raggedy broke nigga you fuck with wouldn't buy you a pack of gum if your ass had halitosis, baby. You're safe. Nobody's ever going to be in a position to do that for you. Let's be fucking for real here. You know what I mean? Because it goes both ways. <laughs> It goes both motherfucking ways, okay? You're fucking safe. Last week, you afterpaid a purchase that was $47. I think we should mind our own tax bracket. Specifically, because these celebrities, they get engagement, they get views, they get clicks, they get more exposure which leads to branding which leads to contracts which leads to all of these things that they just use to increase their wealth and do absolutely nothing for you or your community <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know i really don't know i just think we need to divest ourselves from the lives of people who like i said would not <laughs> Wouldn't fucking spit on your ass if you were on fire. Okay? They wouldn't hand you the fuck. They wouldn't hand you a bottle of water if they stumbled upon you starving and dehydrated in the desert. Okay? People who, if you got too excited and you got too close and you were on the same side of the street as them, would have their bodyguards forcibly remove you these people don't know you that's what i'm trying to say okay that's all i'm trying to say divest read a book take a shower go outside do whatever the fuck you need to do more specifically go to fucking therapy and find out why the lives of people who do not know you are so important <laughs> they don't know you they they don't know you and i'm gonna say this again they don't know you you don't know them all right seek help but on another note, guys, um, I think last and finally, I want to talk about something that has also been plaguing me recently, and it's being an adult with friends. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I've talked about this before. Like, I, I feel like we need to give each other more grace, and we need to be more empathetic to each other, and we need to, you know, let go of the toughness and just really lean on the love, but y'all... Being an almost fucking 30 year old bitch trying to like create new friendships and like pour into the friendships that I have with these motherfucking people is tiring. You know what I mean? Especially like when I tell y'all when I fucking started ha getting boundaries for myself and enforcing them and I lost so many motherfucking friends. When I tell you I got serious about me and motherfuckers started dropping like flies. Y'all remember that movie, The Happening, when it was in the air, motherfuckers was just jumping off buildings and shit. That's what happened. 
I I got serious about me. I I got boundaries and I started really sticking to I I started no, nah, it's not a fucking joke. Boom. Don't nobody fuck with me no more. That's so motherfucking crazy, y'all. And this is what I be saying, like, read a book and and go drink some water. Cause I think we all are like when it comes to cause I think like there's all of my friend friends, like people who I consider friends, people who I, you know, connect with, I love them and I care for them immensely. And there is, when I tell y'all that love breaks your ego down and it, it breaks that pride down, there is no pride, there is no ego when it comes to love. But the fact that so many motherfuckers want to still like be worshipped in friendship or be like, Oh, I'm that bitch in friendship. That's, look, I'm not Lady Gaga. I'm not your biggest fan. I will not follow you until you love me. Okay, I, I'm not chasing you around and I'm not kissing no bitch ass. You feel what I'm saying? I, that's what I mean, y'all. Because I, when I say there is no pride in love, there is no ego in love, motherfuckers who you love, and love you oh that shit will check your ego real motherfucking quick you'll fall on some hard times and you will need that support system and you won't be able to stand up on that pedestal that you built your fucking self and look at these people like they're peasants you're going to need to stand side by side shoulder to shoulder with them so that they can hold you up there's no pride in that there's no ego in that and like that's the kind of like vulnerability and 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 participation and friendship that I really struggle with because I do think that there's like a significant shield around me that like prevents people from seeing like the real me y'all you know what I mean and I think that like you know in order to be because I don't like and this, this is no shade. Like, I love all of my friends. I care so much about all of my friends. But, like, I don't know. What's that show my mama be watching? Grey's Anatomy. You know how that Asian lady and that white lady are like, you're my person. And it's like, they just have each other. And every time they're together, every time they needed each other's support, like, nothing else mattered you know what I mean like that's I I don't I don't know I that's the kind of friendship I want to have with people and I always and we getting back to the sad streets again I this well I knew this episode was going to be a roller coaster when I opened that goddamn bottle of tequila y'all my bad um but yeah y'all like I feel like I have friends, but I, I this, oh, sometimes I just be feeling like a supporting character. Like everybody has their own lives and everybody has their own primary friends. And I just kind of like get in where I fit in, you know, and like this one, I'm, I'm gonna get out the sad streets, I promise you. And I think that like a lot of the work that I have done in therapy has still, you know, I still kept me pretty guarded and st still pretty like, you know, protective of 
my feelings or whatever but like the want and through that friendship and that kind of connection with people doesn't go away you know what I mean excuse me I'm sorry um and that's what I have been wrestling with but anyway let's get up on out let's get on out of these sad streets y'all and let's get back into the 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 normal streets okay I think that like overall we just gotta start one giving ourselves and others more grace and more empathy and more room to figure shit out you know what I mean secondarily this does not apply to my therapist because I will not take the comparison of doing the same thing as white people lightly I will not let it go um secondarily we need to divest and we need to get the fuck out of the lives of people who don't know or care about us and then I just think we all need to do some reflecting right we all need to do some reflecting and I say this you know four shots deep okay I'm lying it's seven um into this very delicious bottle of Terramana. But I love y'all and I want the best for y'all. And anybody that listens to my podcast, I fuck with you. And I think I have said this before, but we are friends and you can't get rid of me. So look, I want everybody to just reflect and to look back and like think about how you can like prioritize yourself And also how you can like help other people to feel supported. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. That's all I'm saying. But don't forget to divest from celebrity culture, okay? If you are running a fan page for a child, deactivate it and go get help. And then additionally, if you have friends that you care about and you feel like you found like a home with them, Hug them extra tight, text them right the fuck now that you love them and you care about them. And then tell them to find a cute outfit because you're going out tomorrow night. All right. It's going to be nice this weekend on my Milwaukee's. Get up out the house. Go fucking do something. Um, If you live in a state where it's hot all year, please kiss my ass. All right. Because that sounds miserable. And additionally, if you live in the state of Delaware, fuck you. Okay, fuck Delaware. But that's really all I had to say this night, uh, tonight. All right. Um, it's like I don't know what time it is. Um, I would be able to tell you if there was like a clock on this bottle, but there isn't. So I don't say what I had to say. I'm finna get into bed. Until next week, y'all. Know what the fuck it is. Stay black.